Despite the miracles he was performing, the demons he was casting out, the powerful teaching he was delivering, and the great acts of compassion he was displaying. When we come to know Jesus through Mark chapter 8, we see somebody that those around him don't get. We see Pharisees coming to test and argue with him, asking for a sign, completely blinding out all the other stuff that Jesus is already doing and really just intent on trying to prove him wrong. Yet it's only a little bit better among his own followers because they're seeing all of these things that Jesus is doing, but they're not really understanding it. They're hearing all these things that he's saying, but it's not sinking in enough. Even among his disciples, there's hard heartedness. So it's not a coincidence that one of the next stories that Mark is inspired to record for us in Mark chapter 8, beginning with verse 22 deals with exactly that kind of blindness. And they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought him a blind man and begged him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see people, but they look like trees walking. Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. And he sent him to his home, saying, Do not even enter the village. It comes as no surprise to us, especially at this point in Mark's gospel, that Jesus has the ability to restore sight to the blind. But there's a few things about this story that are interesting. Huh? How often have we witnessed up till now Jesus having to touch somebody twice? And I think sometimes that mesmerizes us a little, as though that first touch didn't quite cut it. So Jesus needed that second touch to get this guy all the way there. And I think we might have lots of questions about that. What are the miraculous physics involved that necessitated that second touch? But I think there's something more that that particular story reveals to us. I think as we recognize what's going on with this man's physical blindness, and we put it within context of the conversation Jesus just had the paragraph before this with his disciples who weren't seeing and weren't hearing the way that they should, I think we can recognize here that sometimes one touch from Jesus isn't quite enough. It helps. We start to see more than we did before, but we're not all the way there yet. We're not yet seeing clearly. Now, there's lots of different ways where this story with Jesus could have gone. I could see some situations where, well, being able to see people moving around like trees is better than not seeing at all, so we'll call it a win. I could see a scenario where some people are like, dude, you just spit in my eyes. No, I don't want you to touch me again and turn away from Jesus and discuss. Yet in this story, Jesus continues to work with this man until he's not even able to just see blurry, not even able to just see people like trees. He works with him until he's able to see clearly, which is the same thing Jesus was doing with his disciples which is the same thing that Jesus does with us. 
as we first come to know him. There will be lots of things where we recognize improvement over who we were before, but the challenge for us is to not quit too soon. To not quit when what Jesus is saying and doing is kind of challenging for us and turn back because we don't want spit in our eyes. To not quit because we recognize, well, we're better than we used to be, so we'll just go ahead and stay level. As long as we stay where we're at, we're good. But to let Jesus continue to touch, to let Jesus continue to heal, to trust that the longer we stay with Jesus and the longer he works with us, the clearer everything will ultimately become. Jesus demonstrates that in how he physically healed this man's blindness. But as we all struggle to truly perceive, to truly understand just who Jesus is and how all-encompassing what he wants for our lives is, there's a lesson in that for us too, to keep coming back. To keep coming back to Jesus so that he can make things clearer and clearer for us. And if we will, If we'll allow Jesus that second and even third, fourth, fifth touch, if we keep allowing him to give us our sight, then as things become clearer and clearer because of him, our entire lives will change.